Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome back, all my jammers and jammerinos. We're here yet again for another episode of the hit podcast, Beers with the Brewers, recorded live on site at Land Grant University World Headquarters and Campus at the Land Grant Brewing Company location here in Franklinton, Columbus, Ohio. My name is Walt. I'm co-founder and creative director here. I'm joined with uh, a cast of regulars today. No, uh, no super special guests. Thanks um, a lot. <laughs> Ronald, we sent Ronald back to the warehouse. But yeah, I am joined today uh, on my left by um, uh, what's your role these days? Taproom liaison, assistant to the general regional manager. Well, Eric Hafner's here. <laughs> Bonjour. Ooh, international. Uh, director of communications, Meredith Miles is here. Hola. And the uh, you know the head strawberry himself, the. <laughs> I got nothing the, else. The very the best, master. the very best of our production team. Yeah, the the uh, <laughs> head brewer here at Land Grant, Dan Schaefer, the head jamborino. Ahoy! <laughs> uh, if I didn't give it away too uh, heavy-handedly, today we are talking about Splendid. This year's edition of Splendid is a strawberry rhubarb ale. It is light. It is refreshing. It is delicious. And we, of course, brewed this in conjunction with the latest edition of the strawberry jam super festival Ooh, that is super <laughs> festival <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm calling it yeah re, we're gonna um, re- remarket that based on its impact on my day-to-day life uh it, it is coming up next weekend this mom- weekend this weekend uh mm-hmm. sorry next weekend as we record but this weekend as mm-hmm. you listen mm-hmm. memorial day weekend um the t- saturday the 27th and sunday the 28th Two-day event down here at the tap room at Beer Garden with our good friends, which I don't think I've mentioned yet. <laughs> so sorry to our good friends, uh, Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams. So yeah, we're doing it again. It's gonna be awesome, and we brewed another beer for it, and the beer is great. And here to tell you all about that beer is the head Jamborino himself, Dan Schaefer. Dan, you can take it away. Yeah, I hear this is second only to Burning Man. It's like <laughs> just below, just, just a notch below. Just Burning below. Man. But after this year's bigger and better than ever super festival, we're going to take over that number one spot. It's like a less dusty Burning Man. It's fruitier. So, um, 5.25% ABV, 8 IBUs. So we've kind of been flirting around with, like, what have we not done with strawberry? And it's like, well, what is the most obvious thing that we have not done? It was rhubarb. And why we have not done that in the past is we never found any rhubarb that was uh, worth a damn. Um, rhubarb's kind of weird looking. It's kind of celery esque. Yeah, it looks like the demon child of like <laughs> celery and lemongrass mm-hmm. with some like red tips on it. It's, um, but um, 
in in the past year we've done some more stuff with old orchard and we asked for some samples and uh, we tried it and we're like damn this is better than the strawberry um not the strawberry was bad it's just like it kind of um in the same way that uh if you want something that tastes like peach and beer you use apricot mm -hmm. uh the the rhubarb tasted more like strawberry, strawberry in your head than the strawberry did. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, whisper it, but there's actually twice as much rhubarb in this as strawberry. Uh, I wonder just, if yeah. a lot of people, I feel like I know rhubarb always in conjunction with things. I don't know it as a standalone. I don't know if you had asked me, like, what the flavor of rhubarb is that I could actually uh, that berry would even be the description necessarily either. Yeah, I don't think I've had rhubarb outside of the pie format. Right, same. I was thinking of the same thing. I've had casserole. It's usually a stra strawberry rhubarb pie. I've I'm had a fruit fruit of the forest kind of this. What is the melange. shape of the rhubarb when you're making the beer? Is it uh, like a powder? Is it? Are you just throwing stalks of rhubarb <laughs> in there? <laughs> like Get the oh, juicer out. Yeah, right. What, what is? Are you grinding oh, it? Oh dear up? God, no. Um, we, we're generally using concentrated products anymore uh, for fruit because shipping water is expensive and uh, <laughs> it also waters down your beer. Uh, and we've, we've got water in our beer. We don't need more of it. So um, And you have to be able to get the stuff out of the tank when you're done with it, which I imagine is much more difficult with a non-concentrated product. No stems, no seeds. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> what you need. Um, yeah. So... Um, I suppose the only change apart from that is uh, we started doing stuff on the hot side this year, um, as in we throw it in at the end of the boil instead of uh, putting it in like a dry hop just for sanitary reasons. And I uh, haven't seen a super, but we're using more fruit as well, uh, knowing that some of the, the fruit aromatics are going to kind of boil off. But yeah, the, the base is the same this year um, uh, in terms of a bit of, bit of wheat. Uh, mostly pills malt. Added uh, a little bit of carapils because um, the yeast uh, gets a hold of those simple sugars and just goes to town and just like wants to like grind it down to a uh, kind of like a wine-like finish. And we wanted a little bit of body left to it, so we added a little bit of carapils uh, that is unfermentable by the yeast. And uh, also a little bit of aronia, which is... Chokeberry. Is it? Well done. Thank you. Yes. Uh, did my and, homework. And now you know why they don't call it chokeberry and they call it erronea. <laughs> um, it's just like uber, uber black. Um, yeah, I would highly suggest wearing gloves when handling it unless you just want like purple mm -hmm. fingers for like the next month. That contributes to the color of the beer? Yep. Uh, we, we actually just put a, uh, a, a gallon of that uh, per turn in there and it gives you that nice just a uh, little pink blush to it yeah it, it I, I mean it would have a, a color to it had we not put that in there but also it's it's really nice it's just kind of like a very generic um berry flavor uh it's kind of like a mixed berry kool-aid type of thing where do you get choke berries can you get them like at the grocery store or like no can you get them anywhere but if you, if you order concentrate <laughs> from a, <laughs> a company called Fruit Fast, he knows you can a guy who knows a guy. Well, it's interesting because I think that when you have something like this, the, you know, I know we had tasted sort of a pilot version of this, and the result of this batch definitely 
it screams berry. It's kind of got that candied strawberry component to it. And a lot of it, I think, for me, there's an aromatic component that contributes to the berry, but it also, I, just all the way through, from front to back, I get a lot of it. And I think that the... Uh, it doesn't hang on your mouth too much either, though, which is nice. It's not, like, overpowering. I feel like it finishes clean enough that I can go back in and have more, and it's not, like, too sweet in that um, regard. I hate when a beer hangs out in my mouth. I'm like, hey, <laughs> get cool out of it. there, pal. Uh, Dan, I know that last year um, you had made a pretty – a little more unique for us. We did a milkshake IPA, a lactose-free version, kind of a la the dairy-free – um, what was it like to pivot back to like a, a real crushable, you know, lower ABV kind of thing this time of year? Was that a, a welcomed change? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's kind of, um, it's always cool to come to this fest every year and sort of look out at a sea of, you know, pink colored glasses. Um, <laughs> we kind of wanted to that experience is like more of it um, and yeah. make a, a beer that um, was lower ABV and had a little bit more mass appeal to it. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's what I think is interesting is sometimes when you have a fruited beer, it's not the first thing that maybe a, a real craft beer enthusiast goes for. But I think that this walks that line perfectly because I think if you weren't a craft beer or even a beer person, and if you're a seltzer type or any sort of like a cocktail person, I think this is a really easy entry point. Um, but at the same time, I think we've seen everybody around here, even more the craft beer connoisseurs, enjoying it as well, which is not an easy feat. So kudos. If you listen to that Beers of the Bartenders episode, Nan on there, she uh, talked about how she was drinking this the other day with her. She had it poured it in her ice cream. She said it was really good. Yeah. Poured it in her we do love a float. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I remember the um, Molinillo. When we, if anybody, if the longtime listeners go back to that um the Mexican chocolate porter. Yeah, Mexican hot chocolate. It was it was wild. It was so good. And I just remember when we beer. were doing the pairing on the podcast. I think Dan took the all that Jenny always does her last scoop Sundays in the pint. I think you took like the last of your beer, just tossed it right there in the pint and took a swig and it was wild how in, like intensified the flavors were. But yeah, I could get I could get behind a scoop. We should do like an ice cream paloma for Jenny's. Just take a scoop and just right on in. I think you need a sorbet in there. That's ah. what you need. Yeah, that's Good true. Quality mm-hmm. sorbet. Yeah. What's next? Crushability? How crushable? It's very crushable. Is the I answer. mean, yeah, this is a this is I think built for maximum crushability, designed for well, such. Looking ahead of that forecast, it looks like it's going to be an 80 plus degree day on Saturday and on Sunday, so we're going to stay hydrated, so <laughs> yeah, at time of recording, we are still uh, at the at the outer realms of the future forecast, and things are currently looking good. But big old knock on wood there. Thankfully, our things can change quickly here display. in the Midwest in uh, spring. But yeah, it's, it's slightly disappointing. I thought we were going to do a crushability forecast. Ooh, crushability <laughs> forecast. Well, it looks like we're looking at a, <laughs> like a five six crusher. Um, I'll tell you what. I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be warm and probably be a little bit humid. Let's hope. And this beer is really light and refreshing. So we have to, I guess, officially ask the question. How crushable is it? Now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, we can finally formulate our answers um, now that things are official. Um, Yeah, this is delicious. It's strawberry-ish. It's not too fruity, but you can definitely, like... Definitely get that, like, it is very strawberry-ish. Mm-hmm. 
and I say that without it, with, but also saying it's not like too fruity. It still tastes like a beer. Yeah, yeah, it's I got a little tartness. I think it's like I think that tartness really keeps you kind of wanting to drink more. Mm-hmm. Well, that and the kind of like the dry, like sort of white wine uh, aftertaste. And we're at what too. five point five point two, five point three ABV. Man, I know I'm going to be here early and all day on Saturday. And Sunday. So that <laughs> I'll be. I've got about 13 hours. We got a cot set up session here. So I think in 13 hours I could drink six of these. Yeah, it's a six. <laughs> I really like how you kept us on it's gonna know, be pins and needles. It's the, for at that least one every two hours for me. I think that one of the things about this, when you, I, this is definitely a six for me, but I also think that um, I like the idea of alternating it with something because sometimes you almost like oh. dampen the strawberry. What would from you alternate it? with? Like a pool party or something that just kind of mm. cuts, cuts. I have a no shirt here. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, we had our same conversation last week on the podcast and we were talking about all the summer Not beers bad. and going pool party to let me squeeze to inflatable. Like, I think you could you could play around in our summer yeah. beer yeah. portfolio. Our summer do, beer pool. <laughs> our beer you can play around in the pool it, a little don't bit. T- don't tell people though that we've got the pool. It's a secret. We, what? We have a pool part. What, what? We, uh, anyway, in the cool we don't cl- have a pool. Only in, in the pool club. Um, I think. If you know, you know. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I Lane mean, I not installing a pool <laughs> yet. <laughs> wink, wink. We're not. Wink. Not. Debunk the rumors. Um, anyway, no, it's a six for me. And I think that whether it's six back to back and straight, you know, or to Walt's <laughs> point, the uh, session over the 13 hour experiences we'll be having, I, it's a six for me. You said okay. it was a six, right? So we're at, yeah, yeah, we're at 18s so far. <laughs> Which also tracks Dan. from Jenny's She's gonna weekend. make it <laughs> super controversial when I say... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a six. <laughs> oh. Wow. Ring the bell. Boom. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. The, the thing I'm really happy about with this, like the, just like the nose of it, is, um, which I know no one cares about upset for me. But, um, I mean, it just kind of gives you that expectation uh, from the set. Yeah, I just, I think it's, I think it's really yummy. Like if you're, if you're looking for a beer, of course, like you still have beer properties there. Like Walt was saying, it's not overly fruity, but it's also got some tartness to it, but it is, it feels kind of like a treat, but it also doesn't feel like decadent because it's so light. So I think oh. it's the right balance mm. there. What would you guys pair this with this beer? This, like from, uh, from the jerk chicken. <laughs> 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 Yeah, some jerk chicken. Yes. <laughs> That's a little humor for the long-time listeners. <laughs> Maybe a little uh, fruit salad on the side. What you're going to well, need to do is take a jerk chicken sandwich <laughs> and stuff it with a jerk chicken sandwich. Well, no, that good, that, if, if no one got that reference, Dan obviously did, and Meredith did. Eric, we used to do a... I know. Do you, you get this? You I get got, this yeah, joke? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I got the joke. Right, well, but you can li- still tell. You if listeners tell don't get that Let's pretend dumb joke, is we used to do a... a uh, what 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 from Ray Ray's will we pair this beer with <laughs> every week and like every week, every week like three of the four people would be like, you know what, this would go really good with. No, make the, no mistake, the band leader was Mark. Yeah, every is, time yeah, is the jerk chicken sandwich and like and you know, Ray Ray's they've got a, they've got a good variety of food. They don't have the biggest menu in the world, as they shouldn't, but. It's just like, yeah, you know what? That would go really well with the jerk chicken. <laughs> and then we, we retired it because it's just like every week. It's like, yeah, jerk chicken. I think what you need to do is take a cheese slice from Mikey's 
and wrap the jerk chicken inside of oh it, and then boy. deep fry the whole thing. Oh and then wow. they bam. used to. What was the? Now this is. The I, one this sounds really good, actually. Uh, Mikey's used easy to, now. Mikey's. I don't. Oh they boy. don't do it at the truck, but they used to do it um, at certain places. Eric, is everything okay? Oh yeah, okay. we're good. Okay. Eric dropped his phone no pretty case. hard. It didn't break. It's, I've got a, I'm on a good roll with this phone actually. I'm pretty sure it's indestructible. From here. Uh, oh oh gosh, famous last words. We'll report back I, next I, week and I tell I you exactly <laughs> how Eric's phone. I feel like as soon as I case on your phone. As soon as I put a case on it, I think it will break. It's been I, I, that it, is it's living been two plus years life. on the edge, man. Wow, that is quite the edge. Um, so much so that it fell off. Um, <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is that uh, there was a point where Mikey's did a pizza wrapped. I think it was a hot dog that they used to have. It was usually at their um, like venues when it was at the Newport or it's places the like grilled that. Grilled cheeses. No, I think it was like a pizza slice. People are probably screaming like, oh, yeah, it's the whatever. Mm. It was like a pizza slice wrapped around a hot dog. So I, that would be a great pairing, I think. Um, what I'm I was not opposed g- to that. <laughs> what I was going to say is that um, ironically, um, or maybe not so much more intentionally, um, every food vendor we will have at Strawberry Jam will have a strawberry incorporated, themed, inspired menu item. So I was just I pulled up the list of what I of what I know, and speaking of Ray Ray's, they had these last year. They have their loaded pork belly fries, which is a smoked pork belly burnt end coated in strawberry barbecue sauce on top of waffle fries, with some strawberry barbecue sriracha aioli and a little green onion. This is a decadent and meal. And that is if you're settling in, you want you want something to sit in your belly. That's what you get, and you have a little splendid on the side, and that'll do do you right. Just tucking in around the corner. <laughs> sure like, that is. I don't yeah. know if you can OD on fruit, but I think we're gonna have to push the limits on strawberry. You know. Well, that's the point. We're celebrating guess, that man. strawberry season. I was looking through Fox in the fruit. Snow. Obviously, has their strawberry shortcake, which you can only get at the event. Um, and this is actually kind of a little bit more tart. So I Served with a scoop of scoop strawberry of buttermilk yeah. ice cream. Yeah, so I feel like the, the combination of those two could certainly be a delicious pairing. Um, obviously, Jenny's will have their splendid, um, or I'm sorry, their strawberry buttermilk ice cream. We have the Angry Wiener, who is going to have a strawberry hound dog, which is a Nathan's all-beef hot dog, topped with peanut butter and strawberry bacon jam on a New England bun. That's wild. Okay. Um, the Naughty Lobster is going to have the... That's your Boston accent? You can do better than I that. I can do better than that, Wait, but so I'm not going to try. So we got the Angry Wiener, the Naughty Lobster. What's and the, the Forking Pierogi. Man. There's a bunch of naughty foods out there. <laughs> Dang. The Naughty Lobster. Just like you said, like uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> the Naughty Lobster. The Naughty Lobster. The naughty just lobster. a bunch of poorly behaved food out there. So <laughs> we're allowed to swear on this podcast, right? Because they have the sweet ass roll. Oh, that's that's. I wouldn't count that as swearing. Bleep me if you have to. Um, But it's a cinnamon sugar dusted New England style roll filled with macerated strawberries, cheesecake mousse, and garnished with honey and roasted walnuts. Wild. Um, Our friends at Tortilla Street Food, who are here every Tuesday, are going to have a strawberry churro sauce. So if you've ever had their churros, oh, that's a wow. nice way for them yeah. to incorporate that. Okay. I was kind of thinking maybe like a strawberry salsa would be nice because that's what I would think would be really good with this beer, something a little more like fresh. Um, the strawberry nacho cheese? Not so much. No? I don't know. Strawberry queso? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No? Listen, I don't don't tempt me with a good time. Well, they can't use all their menu ideas this year because we've got next year and the year after. And then lastly, we have um, our friends at Two Fat Indians are doing a strawberry chicken. Our oh. friends at Dodo Donuts, who will be returning back to the beer garden June 1st, but will be here for Jenny's, will have four specialty strawberry-flavored donuts, which is exciting. And then lastly, the Forking Pierogi, 
we'll have, and again, so apologies to any gingers out there, the redheaded stepchild. Also, apologies to any stepchildren. I'm right out here. There. Um, yeah, sorry, Eric. Uh, they're ha- they have a potato and three cheese pierogi served with a strawberry, cucumber, feta, and mint salad, which is what I was getting at, like something fresh Dang. like that. All right. Um, with a strawberry balsamic drizzle and lemon zest. So I know you didn't ask for a menu rundown, but I couldn't resist. So there you go. Wait, That's what I would pair it why with. Why were there apologies to us redheads on that one? Redheaded stepchild is... I, don't I, know. Feel, I feel like we, we should add the... Like, Let's that. let's say you don't like <laughs> you don't like strawberries. It's, it's cool. They'll still have <laughs> lots of cool. other. Yes, they're full they'll have lots of other non-strawberry That's their singular uh, items that they will things. have featured in terms of all of the strawberry-inspired items. And so. we have lots of beers that don't have strawberry in it as well. Mucho. It's a power fruit. Can you imagine not liking strawberries? It's got to be like a top five fruit. I feel like it's a pretty accessible fruit. I don't know that it's terribly polarizing. I can tell you that my flavor. home consumes probably half the world's like 400 population. to 500 <laughs> pounds of strawberries each yeah. year. Yeah. Like the, we go through a lot of strawberries. Yeah. It's a good fruit. I feel like berries in general tend to do well in homes with kids. They just tend to be something you see. I, I pull them almost every night when I say, and I say, okay, we're having dinner. Do you want bananas, apples, mm-hmm. strawberries, blackberries, or Whatever else, mm-hmm. yeah, strawberries almost always. Blueberries are the top that I can get my children can do consistently eat. So, yeah, very yeah. well. On. All the more reason we should celebrate. I think we got a question from a listener here. Yeah, which oh gosh. Sure did. It was oh exciting gosh, to really? Mm-hmm. Bobby on Facebook, man, he's pretty. He's pretty well, good. He's intuitive. I believe Bobby he, is a girl. Her, before, oh, I'm sorry. She, she Bobby. Girl she Bobby. knew what beer we were talking about already. It's crazy. Well, we did tell people what beer we were talking about. Oh, so Walt made it sound like it was a surprise when we started this. Well, maybe uh, I don't know. <laughs> what Walt doesn't surprise. field these questions. I don't rem- As soon as we hit stop <laughs> on recording, I forget what we talked about or what we did. Um, other than the jerk Keeping chicken sa- and I just got to get a jerk chicken sandwich and have a beer with it. Um, well, Bobby wants to know. I love seeing these collabs between my favorite Columbus brands, and I did not realize how long Jenny's and Lane Grant have partnered together. How did your partnership first get started? Thanks, Bobby, with an IE for the <laughs> question. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, well, you know what I, we've been... I, I can take that. Dan can take it. Well, I remember how we proposed it. It was your all your idea. It was my fault. Oh, wow. It's so, all your fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I now live perilously uh, close to a scoop shop. But uh, previously, I lived in Bexley, and I had to work a little harder to go uh, down to a Jenny's. But um, one of my favorite flavors was their uh, sweet corn and blackberry. And I'm like, that would make an awesome beer. And uh, I think we pitched that as an idea. Um, this would have been when? Yeah. Um, years and years ago. Aughts, I think. I think there were aughts involved. Um, 16, 17, probably. Um, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Here, I, I can tell you. Hold on. Hang tight, everyone. Producer Eric. I mean, I can you tell can you, You can play some elevator Edit this out. I can tell you that our our first beer with Jenny's came out in May of 2018. So this probably all started in 2017. Yeah, we actually proposed that the year before. And um, I think that beer actually ended up, some iteration of that ended up being like the original Blackberry Jamble. Um, I think they're like, uh, well, we have stopped producing that ice cream. (laughs) Or uh, (laughs) I think it might have been they had already released it. 
but um, uh, th that sort of uh, sowed the seeds for uh, what we eventually would do uh, in, the, in the following years. Also, they have not produced that ice cream since. So and like it was WTF, mm -hmm. guys. It was roast, roasted corn? It was, uh, it was uh, sweet corn, sweet corn. And, and blackberry. It was mm. that yeah. And I had not had that flavor when you brought this all up, and it sounds amazing, and it's disappointing that it has to come back. So uh, we could probably lobby them to do, like, a limited release or something. I would like the new version to have uh, – I really like their ice creams that have, like, chunks of stuff in them. So if they do, like, chunks of cornbread uh, with blackberry, I'd be all on board. Well, just, just wait Ooh. for Sweet Corn Fest in coming 2025. Make that happen. Well, sweet Corn Jam. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet Corn Jam? Sweet Cone it's Jam. It's the Sweet Corn Super Fest. That's what we'll call I it. I do have a loose connection to the person that made the song of the corn boy singing the corn song. Big lump with knobs. It has the juice. You know they made the song yeah. version. Yeah, a yeah. uh, yeah. guy that one of the people that made that song is married to Aaron's former roommate. Wow. The more there you have it. World. Look yeah, at you know look at that. So we'll, we can fly them in for sweet corn <laughs> jam. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say. We got to really do this now. Mark the mark the time and the clock. May 25th, 2023. <laughs> sweet corn jam is when it starts. But yeah, did we, so yeah, so yeah, this is all. Dan's idea and uh, or a fault, depending on <laughs> where you stand. Depends on where you stand on that side of the line. Um, but yeah, so we pitched that to them. They were like, "We're not making this ice cream anymore." And then uh, we did a few events with them. So we did like a, we've done we've done a bunch of these now, like, uh, like a pairing. beer and ice cream pairings. I think the first one we did was for Ohio Craft Beer or Columbus Craft Beer Week. But, uh, yeah, so I think the first thing we did together was uh, these tasting events um, that were great. And, you know, they, they would bring a bunch of ice cream. We would pour a bunch of beer. We'd eat ice cream, taste the beer, and uh, put together these sort of gu guided pairings. Um, and then they kind of came to us with the idea for Strawberry Jam, which was an event they had done at least once, maybe twice, at, the, uh, at um, North Market. And they were looking to revive that and do it maybe a little bit bigger, um, you know, bring in a live music component and all that stuff um, and, and talk to us about doing it out in the what was yet to become the beer garden. Um, and we were obviously super pumped about that idea. And with that, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you got to make a beer for it. So we hosted, I think the Strawberry Jam to 2018 might have been I think it was like the first official event that we could actually have like the true beer garden experience. Yeah. I think we had just gotten approved for that. Uh, we had done some stuff out there before where we pulled a separate um, permit and all that. It was a little bit different, but I think that was the first event where we had like, we put the gravel down, we had some tables out there and it was a little more um, like the beer garden is today. And that was 2018, we did it again in 2019. It was awesome, got bigger and bigger. Uh, obviously 2020, we had to cancel that. And so we did some other stuff with Jenny's uh, aforementioned Mel Melanillo, the uh, Mexican hot chocolate porter. We did Bramble Jamble with them, which is kind of in the vein of, of the Blackberry Bear, which was based on their, um, uh, what's, it, what's that, Bramble Berry Crisp yeah. ice cream. Um, and then last year we were able to bring back Strawberry Jam, two day event. And then uh, last year we did the milkshake IPA. Uh, we did a berry brute, I think, the year before. Maybe that, was, uh, maybe that might have been in 2019. Last year you also did, 
what did you do? A salt? No. A, we did like a, a tart. lot of stuff last year. Yeah, there were a lot of there were a couple other like event exclusives. Uh, I can't tart Nancy was. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right, tart. Sour ale with uh, cherry and vanilla. Yeah. And then we also did a, a tiki sour with um, strawberry and mango. Yeah. yeah. Those are both great. Are we doing any more exclusives this year? No. Okay. Um, You mean for this weekend's (laughs) event? Yes. That that was kind of the idea. uh, Like get away from the um, all the the one-off strawberry thingies and just kind of have a unifying beer for all of it. I think last year's because last year's beer, the Splendid Milkshake IPA, was such a sort of like culinarily leaning um, inspo that. We didn't necessarily anticipate people slamming them on mm-hmm. an eighty-some degree day in the beer mm-hmm. garden because of the nature of a, just again a, a hardier, heftier lift, and people people didn't care. They were getting after it. It was delicious. Yeah. But I think that that also contributes to this sort of maximizing the drinkability of this yeah. splendid. It's it's really well suited for, before, during, and after the event. Whether you're, you know, here in the beer garden or you're, I don't know, poolside, not at Land Grant, or else. Yeah. Well, Bobby, thank you for the question. Shoot us an email. Let us know your shirt size and all that stuff, and we will coordinate getting that to you. We appreciate it. And if you have a question for us, um, do send that in via email or Facebook and Instagram or however uh, you feel like it. Just don't call us on the phone. That'd be great. And we will gladly um, read your question on the air if it is relevant. Um, Yeah. Next up... uh, so I'm teeing myself up for a question here, which is, I'm a professional, I can do it. So Walt, what was <laughs> your, do you have comments on this beer's name and design? I do, um, actually. Uh, well, the name, this is now, I think, the third beer to be called Splendid with with third different recipe. Um, we like that name. We, it, fits the, it fits the event. It fits the, the beers we're trying to brew for the event. Um, but the... But the label this year, are you guys familiar with the, ter- with the term retcon? I'm not. Yeah. Uh, you're a movie guy. You're familiar with this. So um, with, the <laughs> with the beer this year. So, uh, this that was, was Eric. He's not staring at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say it or did Eric say it? Who said yes? I, do, I, know, I know what it is, but I, want you, to he- I uh, want you to tell us. Okay. I don't know. Please tell me. Yeah. So retcon is when like, you go like, in a future movie like a sequel, you do something that like corrects something or fills in something from the previous movies that didn't make any sense. So like, uh, uh, do you yeah. have a good example? Uh, Star Wars like is like something that does this a lot. I feel like. I mean, retcon. Yeah, I mean, like kind of like the Luke's, anyway. Luke Vader being Luke's father is not necessarily part of the first movie. Yeah, but it, they kind of like re retconned it a little bit to kind of make it fit yeah. into the Empire Strikes Back is maybe yeah. kind of an example of that. So it's like you're kind of just like you're kind of making up for what you did before with like f- future or current storylines. But anyway, this this will make sense. I promise. <laughs> Connect the dots. <laughs> land the plane. So last year when we were getting ready for the event, um, Adam found this strawberry <laughs> costume <laughs> of a, a it's like a strawberry mascot that we named Jammy. Um, and so for this beer, B- Bonnie had been working on a label and um, I kind of had a, a flash in my head of, and, and like she had kind of been going this way with the label. So, but it was like, oh man, like, cause like last year, 
Bonnie had done these great illustrations of these little strawberry people oh, little, like, dancing. dancing. People. And yeah. I was like, oh, th- and they were great. But then we got the strawberry costume. And I'm like, it wouldn't it have been so great if the, <laughs> the costume had like matched these people's, but, but they, it didn't because the people were upside, or you know, the strawberries were upside down. So the strawberry leaves were like their dresses or whatever. Oh, sure. Anyway, so I remember thinking last year, like, oh, it would have been cool if like the jammy costume really matched the can. Oh, well, there's nothing we could do about that. This year, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is our chance to like really, <laughs> really bring jammy into the sort of strawberry jam extended universe in a real way. Where I was like, we could just make a character on the can based on what the costume looked it's like. true. And Jamie's got headphones and yellow glasses. So um, this was my way of sort of... Uh, you did like course correct Really just like know? putting the official um, double stamp approval on Jamie as a mascot for this event by putting Jamie on the can um, based on the ridiculous mascot costume that Adam purchased. I think the best part about Jamie was the... So, yes, he's got yellow dots and yellow sunglasses and eyebrows and stuff, but the headphones really did it for me. Like, hence why, you know, there were different kicked around names. Do we call him, like, you know, Strawberry Jamie or whatever? Yeah. We're like, well, Jamie, it's Strawberry Jam, and he's, like, jamming to the to the tunes. So it just really it rounds it out for What's me. What's he listening to? You know, he's probably listening to the lineup we've got scheduled for this weekend, <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute. Such a good segue. So oh, man, what a good tee up. It was right there. Mm-hmm. She just gone right into it. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I got on it. So uh, strawberry jam, you, strawberry you jammy's on get, there. You will be able to get your photo with strawberry jammy yeah. this weekend um, on Saturday and Sunday from two to four p.m. Jammy will be roaming around, probably bopping and jamming to the tunes in his headphones or their headphones. You probably won't know who's underneath the costume, but I'm gonna tell you right now, it's Dan Schaefer. <laughs> oh yeah, head brewer Dan Schaefer. I can tell you, Dan Jamie. is not a. Uh, I wouldn't describe Dan as a tall man, but Dan is about two and a half feet too tall to wear the Jamie costume. Doesn't matter, he'll find a way. I will tell you, if you go up to Jamie and you say hello, and Jamie responds "Ahoy,", Ahoy. <laughs> that's the real tell. But yeah, yeah. I have a feeling this m- this weekend, uh, Jamie may not. We'll see. You may have to pry uh, my <laughs> four-year-old off of Jamie's leg if you would like a photo op, as she is prone <laughs> to hugging and embracing uh, Jamie plush figures, shall we say. <laughs> anthropomorphized, anthropomorphized fruit. Touche. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to um, bypass our traditional rundown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this week. Just know that we have a lot going on every week, and if you are if you want to know what's happening, go to landgrantbrewing.com, click the beer garden season header image or up in the nav. It's right there for you. Or you can follow or at landgrant underscore taproom yeah. and really get every up to date moment by yeah. moment. There's a lot. Event. What you need to know is there's a lot going on here, and there's basically something going on every day, and we'll always have food for you to eat. And beer to drink. So. Instead of doing the usual taproom rundown, I'm going to do the um, the full-on strawberry jam rundown instead. And it's uh, it's, a doozy it's a doozy in its own, right? Mm-hmm. The basics you need to know are this event is going down 
Saturday and Sunday, this Memorial Day weekend, the 27th and the 28th. Doors open at 11 a.m. And it's an all-day affair. I will say that on Sunday, if you're an F1 fan, we are going to have the Monaco Grand Prix on at yeah. 9 a.m. So technically, the doors yeah. open. Uh, yeah, I guess I should early. say the doors open earlier on Sunday, but the but I, the I will say the Strawberry Jam yes, exactly. programming starts um, at 11. Exactly. But here we go. You're s- oh, yes. I'm supposed to mention, of course, that you're supposed to dress in your strawberry best. Um, that's right. That's uh, that's up to y- each individual person to decide what their planned? best is. Emily Lou and I have coordinated outfits. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, whether it's red and green or some strawberry. Did she pick those up or did you? Accessory. Uh, I bought a shirt and then my wife found a like a dress like for a toddler with the exact same pattern as my shirt. Oh, so. my there gosh. Go. Can't wait. It's going to be adorable. And if you come between two and four, you can get a photo with GM. <laughs> there you go. And uh, can't wait. I should also add that this, this event is going to be busy. It's going to be crowded. It's going to be loud. It's going to be hot. So leave the dogs at home. Usually happy to see your pups down here, Lane Grant, but it's going to be. This is not the day to bring the dog down to the to the brew, to the beer garden. All right. So I'm going to run down the the list of entertainers and performers first, because there's like a lot that. of them and they're good. These first couple are happening both days. We've got Pro Musica and the Columbus Metropolitan Library. They're hosting a story time with live music, so like a like orchestration um, uh, element to it at 11.15 both days. Following that, Pro Musica is also going to do a family concert from at 11.45. Then both days, we have the Jazz Arts Group performing at 1 o'clock. Then... We have the Shazbots, family faves, Langrant faves. This is their great d- folks. I mean, Good not people. just for the kiddos either. I had a great time. I was working at a can yeah. station last year and was jamming out to the Shazbots. Shazbots do a great job. It's kid friendly music that's not annoying to parents. <laughs> I'll put it that way. They play both days at 2 30. So all of those previously mentioned events are, I would say, kid family focused. Yeah. These, these next ones aren't going to be family adverse. Correct. But they're not necessarily going to be family They're just more, more tailored to yeah. families. Saturday at 4, we've got Robert Mason Trio. They're great. They were here last year for Strawberry Jam. And they're going to be followed up at 6.30 by the Hocking River String Band, bringing their blue ga- bluegrass mountain music here uh, to the to the land-grant stage. And then at 8 o'clock, the whole thing is going to turn into a dance party with our good friend from DJ O Sharp. He's going to be doing his thing as part of the All Are Welcome DJ series um, that's put on by our good friends at the Freshest Events. You should know that they are here every Friday night as well, um, and they're awesome, and we love to have them here. And then Sunday, following the kid-friendly stuff, uh, Fables featuring a good friend of Land Grant, good uh, taproom general manager here at Land Grant, and friend of the pod, as I hear people on podcasts say, um, Jake Webb featured heavily in Fables. That's his band. They're great. They played here a few times. They're always awesome. They're playing at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Throughout the day, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. each day, we've got the Strawberry Patch, which is full of kid-friendly activities and experiences. That is presented by the Columbus Metropolitan Library, Columbus College of Art and Design, COSI Center of Science and Industry, our good neighbors, and also our good neighbors, the Goodland brand, 
and the violin, the, sorry, the loft violin shop up in Clinville. They're bringing, this is really cool mm-hmm. and unusual and, and fun, their musical instrument petting zoo. Yeah, it's basically a hands-on opportunity for kids to, like, touch instruments and get a feel for things that would otherwise be very foreign to them. I think it's such a cool concept just for that exposure. So that'll be something to look forward to. They're all going to have interactive stuff for kiddos, you know, activity sheets, mural painting, the, 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 um, the musical instruments. I think Goodland is doing a thing where you can plant a strawberry Mm -hmm. plant. Um, so there's going to be lots to keep, uh, keep everyone occupied and entertained and engaged um, out there in the strawberry patch, which is what we're calling the turf area of the beer garden for the day. Um, we've got lots of great food here. Meredith ran through it some of it earlier. Um, Jenny's will be here, obviously. Fox in the Snow. Ray Ray's, as always, will be here. Tortilla Street Food, the Angry Wiener, the Naughty Lobster. Two Fat Indians, Dodo Donuts, Rambling House, Craft Soda, and High Bank Distillery all are going to be here out on Town Street. Um, serving up yummy food. And I don't know if we officially mentioned that or not, but we are closing Town Street, which is awesome. Give us a lot more room to spread out and make this event bigger and better than ever. And then also out on Town Street, we'll have a a sort of row of great vendors selling all kinds of great stuff. Hirsch Fruit Farm will be here selling um, crates of their deliciously fresh-picked strawberries, which is, those are the strawberries that Jenny's uses to make their ice cream. Um, Tart Peaches here, Prospect Jamco, Igloo Letterpress, Unpopular Pottery. Zora's House is bringing a bunch of awesome folks out. Handmade by Shri, Whimsical Black Girl, The Fabulous Fennel, Mbouye Jewelry, I hope you said your name right, Deme Art Studio, and Soleil Candle Collection all here as part of under the Zora's House umbrella. Uh, We love Zora's House, great partner of ours. Glad to have them back um, on the on the campus. And T-Shirt Shuttle will be here printing on-demand merch um, for the day. So if you want to get some Strawberry Jam merchandise to bring home or get for a gift or whatever, um, T-Shirt Shuttle's got you covered there. And it should go without mentioning that all of what I just said, plus probably more that I forgot, is at landgrantbrewing.com slash Jenny's hyphen strawberry hyphen jam. You can also just go to our web, our homepage, and uh, click up at the top for all of that information. Great job! That's Woo. it. That's all. That's all. That's all we got for the <laughs> podcast. I will yeah. say that um, as much as we talked about the menu items for each of the different food partners and food and drink partners we have, we should also note that our vendor merchant lineup also will all have strawberry inspired or themed things, which is very fun as well and very of the season. So. Um, I did learn that it's May is National Strawberry Month, which because there's a month for everything. But how apropos to send us out of that month with the best festival, strawberry celebrating festival in the land. Quite a send off to the strawberry. Yeah. This super fest. So, all right. Wow. We did it. That was a Guys, behemoth we, of an episode. Another, another, another year, another Strawberry Jam theme <laughs> podcast. I can't believe it. In the books. Um, any closing thoughts? Tip your bartenders. Okay. Come on Don't down. bring your dog to Strawberry Jam. <laughs> Don't bring your dog to Strawberry Jam. <laughs> awesome. Well, looking forward to well, it. Can't wait guys, to see you out there. I, I'll see you all there. Send yeah, I'll we'll see you there. We'll in be running 48 around. hours. If, and if you're listening so. to this podcast and you see one of us, come up and say hi. We love 
meeting. If you are. recognize the tenor yeah. of my voice, I actually watched it happen as once. I ask people not to lean on the <laughs> 3D <laughs> strawberry crate. Say hello. I Make sure to leave us a question for the next podcast. Yeah, too. I remember um, actually sitting in the tap room one time, and somebody Walt was like ordering a beer or talking to someone at the bar, and he was like, "Hey, are, are you Walt?" And he, he like recognized his voice from the podcast, which was very exciting. It was no weird. Way. It was it a was very a celeb kind of. No, I was very flattered. I love it. Very shout out to that listener who's probably tuned it in. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, I believe this was following a live podcast recording at. Uh, an anniversary party. Potato, potato. It's, it's <laughs> we, we love our listeners. They're very loyal yeah. and they engage great. And so we appreciate you all if you're listening, if you made it this far. So we hope to see you out here for Strawberry Jam. Yeah. Super Festival. The Super Festival. 2023. Yeah. The glow up. The big Jambino. <laughs> all right. All my little Jambinos, rest up <laughs> for the jam. It's coming soon. We'll see you all down here at 424 West Town Street. And if you do come on down here, be sure to tip your bartenders and say thanks to our awesome volunteers who are out here making all this happen. Amen. All right. All right. Bon voyage. Goodbye, everybody. Cheers. Woo.